the Mike Morgan Podcast, guaranteed to make you laugh. Not a guarantee. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Mike Morgan Podcast. You're very welcome to episode 9, 8. I don't know what episode we're on. Uh, thanks very much for listening, guys. Tuning in, give a five-star review and all that jazz. Before I start this podcast, I have to eat a bit of humble pie after my last podcast, guys. I listened back to it. I was like, Mike, you're gone very aggressive. You're gone. I nearly deleted the podcast because I didn't like it. But then I thought, you know what? That's me. Sometimes that's me. Sometimes I go on a bit of a rant. Sometimes I'm having a bad day and I just say a lot of stuff. And there's no point taking it down. There's no point trying to look perfect all the time. And, you know, and I listened back to the podcast. I was like, Mike, that's not funny. You just come across as a mourner like but you know what your man Matt got to me and that day it was just it got to me it was on my mind I sure look it's up there now there's no point taking things down anymore or, you know trying to look trying to look perfect all the time yeah that was me that day and I went on a bit of a rent uh the reason anyway I had a, I had a talk with one or two of my buddies things I was saying, I was like, oh, I don't like rugby people, and I've no friends that are rugby people, I, I straight up have friends that are rugby people that contacted me after that podcast, and they were like, Mike, to be honest, what you're saying about big fellas attacking small fellas on nights out, that doesn't always happen, sometimes it's the biggest fella they want to take, Some, I was talking to a friend, he's a big man, my friend, and uh, he was kind of going, sometimes people come after me just because I'm massive. And I, to me, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. That is the stu. Why would you attack a man twice your size to look big on a night out? But he told, he tells me that's exactly what happens to big fellas. So big fellas get the same thing as well. And also on the podcast, I was going on about all oh, rugby fellas and they're going out in the World Cup. Do you know what? I take it back. I take it back. Rugby fellas, I admire. I admire ye. I think you're great. What I meant to say, I don't like the fellas who don't play rugby and then go away, dress up for rugby, go to the gym and then act like they want to, you know, get kitted up on a night out. I'm, I'm giving out about the guys that are trying to become ye. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, so not rugby players or fellas that play rugby or do anything like that. I'm on about the wannabes after a few points and then get aggressive. That's all I was on about. But look, I went on a rent and that's me. Sometimes there's going to be podcasts like that where I just say what I'm feeling. Do you know that kind of way? But that's why you're here. That's why you're here. All six of you. <laughs> but that's why you're here. Actually, thanks to you guys for liking and giving five-star reviews because we're now averaging on over 100 listeners an episode, which I'm absolutely thrilled with. Uh, some people want thousands, some people want millions. This podcast has just started and we're averaging over 100 listeners every podcast, which I'm absolutely thrilled about. So thank you. Maybe someday we'll have thousands, but for now, I'll take my 100. I'll take my 100 community strong, Mike Morganites and talk to him twice a week. That's what I'm going to do. So thanks very much. So let's get into the podcast. Halloween is coming up next week. I hope you all enjoy your Halloween. I'm nervous enough about it because it's my first time with a child on Halloween. I'm really going to enjoy Halloween uh, because we're dressing my daughter up as a pumpkin. We're going to a pumpkin patch uh, with our cousins, all that kind of stuff. Really looking forward to all the seasons like Christmas and Halloween and Easter now that I have a baby because... When you don't have a baby and you're 31, like me and my girlfriend last Christmas were kind of going house to house, it kind of felt, I kind of felt like I was missing something without a baby, do you know? And now that I have a baby, I'm delighted and I feel like these seasons are going to be even happier now. But the thing is, I did so much as a young fella on Halloween. Like, I messed up so many people's houses, their cars, caused so much accidents, do you know? that it's I, I, I truly believe in karma and I think now that it's all going to come back to bite me. My house is 100% getting egged this Halloween. Halloween, or a Halloween soon enough, because I, I can't get away with all the stuff that I got away with in Halloween when I was a teenager, and not get something back, 
Do you know? So I'm kind of preparing myself a small bit. I bought I bought a dozen eggs this morning, and I'm going to throw them in the freezer as well. It's not, do you know? I brought them today so that they'd be gone off by Christmas, or it's now Christmas, uh, Halloween. Uh, throw them into the freezer, then they'd be rock hard, and anybody that comes around it then is getting an egg skimmed off their face. I'd be looking out the blinds the whole night. I'd be like a crazy old man in those American American movies, opening the blinds, looking at the kids outside. That's what I'm going to be doing. I'm paranoid to death. My girlfriend thinks I'm crazy. I'm oh, oh, karma's a thing, and I just I just did some bad things. Not bad things. I didn't hurt anybody, but you know I did that stupid teenage stuff, egging houses. Uh, put like I live in Tupac house, so I was putting stuff on the road. I was hiding in the ditch, pressing the light every two seconds so it would go red. Everybody'd have to stop, and when they stopped, then boom, egged their car. Like, do you know what I mean? Absolute disgrace. And then when they sure they stopped in the traffic light, like if they hop out the car, their car's empty. You know, like they're not going to take that risk. So you can, obvi- like, you can just lay in the bushes, press the press the pedestrian crossing for the red light. So when it goes to a red light, they're the only ones in the street. It's twelve o'clock at night on Halloween in the rural side in Ireland. You're getting a red light for a strange reason. You have to stop, and then boom, 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 three eggs hop off your car. Like the frights I must have caused people. Like I can't get away with that. I can't get away with that. And, and, do you know what? I would have been brilliant in, like, guerrilla warfare. Obviously, we've established uh, I'm not much of a fighter I'm a, and all that kind of stuff. But, like, I think guerrilla warfare, sneaking up. Maybe a guy with a sniper back in the day. I think I would have been... Like, back in the day when we were fighting the English, Michael Collins and all that, down in West Cork. I, I feel like, obviously, my great-grandfather, obviously, was excellent at guerrilla warfare. Because me, at Halloween... I I had tactics not to be snuffed at, like, do you know what I mean? It would just, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even plan it weeks before, it'd be on the day, like, be on the day, and the stuff I would come up with, it would be, I, not to pat myself on the back or anything, but it was amazing, huge pat, pat on the back for myself, do you know? <laughs> but, like, all oh, led the amount of things, like, <clears throat> I remember one day, I one Halloween, I must have been about 10, maybe 11, and myself and my buddy, who's, who's the only other dude. Well, there was two buddies of mine. That we're, we're the only three fellas that uh, lived in Tupat House uh, at the time of our age. Like, you know, like there was only three 11-year-olds and we always used to hang out together. You know, and yeah, we're, we're friends to this day, obviously. But um, so we used to just get up to Rick on Halloween. So we went over to the shop. There's, the shop is closed now in Tupat House about 10 years. But the shop used to be open. Now, I used to go to the shop every day. I used to buy jelly beans. I used to buy them snakes. I used to buy... Like, I don't know, a, a bag of rancheros and those, but what are they, dandy bears, Royal Rovers, all that kind of stuff. This shop had everything. This shop had everything. If you actually want to go back into my Facebook and Google and Nari for Christmas, uh, th- th- that sketch that I filmed years ago, that was actually in that shop. A proper old school shop. It was a post office, a butcher's, a shop. Uh, it also sold wine. They probably didn't have a license for that, but they, they could give you wine as well in the back. They could give you whatever you wanted, to be honest. If you came up with it, they'd probably come up with a way to give it to you, like, you know? So anyway, go to the shop. I buy everything in the shop, but just on Halloween, anyway, I said to Ted, the guy that owns the shop, I said, could I get 24 eggs, please? He said, Mike, not a hope am I giving you 24 eggs. You never buy eggs when you come here. And now you expect me on Halloween Eve... At five o'clock, I'm about to shut up there now in half an hour. And you want to buy 24 eggs off me. You're 10 years of age. You think I'm absolutely stupid. I said, I swear to God, Ted, I'm going to cook an omelette for my mam. 
I'm going cooking scrambled eggs for my dad. I'm going, do you know what I mean? I'm going doing as poached eggs as many ways as you can. And I'm going practicing. It's my first time doing it as well, Ted. I know I'm, I'm going to need 12 eggs to practice, 12 eggs to perfect it. Like, do you know? And he was like, if I find out that you've egged all, if I find out there's eggshells all over Tupac House tomorrow, I will, I will kill you. Like, I will never serve you anything. Like, basically, like, do you know? And I said, Ted, you have my word. Calm down, man. I'm going, I'm going making omelets. Like, relax. Do you know? And um, so he gave us the 24 eggs and we absolutely pelted them off every car, every house, every fucking everything. Everything got egged. Everything. All the neighbours got egged. And I'm and obviously I got neighbours listening to this, okay? I am sorry. I am sorry for that. We've made up since. But like I was young, wild and free, okay? But like I am going to get payback. I, now is the day. I'm 31. I'm about to get payback. Like some, I remember one time we ran out of eggs. I went to my uncle's house. This is actually more irresponsible of my uncle's behaviour, right? Because I went over to him and I goes, do you have any eggs? And he goes, I don't have any eggs, kid. I goes, do you have anything that I can, do you know what I mean, throw off a window or anything like that? And he gave me a carrot. And he goes, do you know what you do with, the-? he gave me three carrots. And he goes, do you know what you do with these carrots? Shove them up people's exhaust pipes. That's what he said do. So, there you go, guys. If there's anybody that, do you know what I mean, had an accident or anybody that, do you know what I mean, had some trouble in 15 years ago uh, with their engine or their head gasket exploding, and then when they took it to the mechanic, the mechanic was like, well, mate, there's a carrot in your exhaust pipe. That was me. That was me if anything bad happened. What I hope happened is that person walked out to their car and goes, ah, there's a carrot in my exhaust pipe, removed it, and put it to the bin. That's what I hope happened. I doubt it happened, but that's what I hope happened, is that a carrot got removed from the exhaust pipe, because if not, I've definitely caused some carnage. But I did that to three cars. I put three carrots in exhaust pipes, uh, walked away from it. Uh, yeah, egged everybody's house. Everybody was stepping on eggshells the moment they left the house in the morning. Like, do you know? There was cars. Ah, got- oh, lads. Do you know what I mean? Absolute carnage. So I'm really worried about this year. I'm really worried about Halloween. What will be done to my house? But I'll tell you, the day I wake up after Halloween, I'll be checking my car's exhaust pipe just in case anybody gets ideas. Do you know? I can handle eggs. I can handle eggs. But I look back now. It was fun at the time. But do you know what? There's old people around the place. Like, they're getting afraid. Like... Do you know what I mean? The house keeps getting egged on a random night. Like, they're watching the Late Late Show and boom, 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 boom. Ha, 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 fuck you outside the door. Well, I never said fuck you, to be honest. But, like, do you know, that kind of stuff happened outside the door. She'll be scared shitless. So, yeah, I hope it don't happen as bad as I hope. I think it's going to happen. But even if it's just a wake egg off my car, I don't mind. But Halloween is also a time, like, it's a milestone. Like, it's just like Christmas. It's like a birthday. Every time Halloween comes around, I know what I was doing 10 years ago, 15 years ago. For me, I actually remember more things about Halloween than I do Christmas. Good and bad, you know? I remember some bad things used to happen around Halloween. Some very positive moments, but also some ver- very bad things used to happen to me around Halloween. And I reflect how far I've come. Not even just, you know what I mean? That you get over stuff because you're like, ah, oh, that was a shitty moment in my life, wasn't it? Do you remember Halloween? there 2010 do you remember how shitty that was do you know you kind of reflect that kind of stuff i remember when i was about 21 maybe 22 i might have been 20 anyway in around that i was early 20s and uh things weren't going too well to be honest do you know i i was out of a long-term relationship i always wanted to do comedy but never had the balls to do comedy and then that was the first time in my life where it's like jesus christ 
So anyway, I was about 21, 22, and I needed to get a go get a job that wasn't working for my dad. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, so my dad's obviously going to give me a job uh, working in a van, let's say. It, it can't always be, like, do you know what I mean? I want to go out. I did a bit of traveling in Canada, all that kind of stuff. Didn't work out, came back. All this kind of stuff. Like, I just wasn't getting the breaks, I felt at the time. Do you know what I mean? I just wasn't getting the breaks. And then I got this job in Argos from, like, Halloween to, and our Christmas period as well, like, do you know what I mean? And they just, do you know, it, it just made me feel shitty. Not that I've anything against working in Argos, just how I was in Argos. Like like I said before, I've even stand-up bits about it. They won't even let me out the front. I was in the back, do you know? They won't even let me out the front to give you the thing. I was the guy that put it on the conveyor belt to give it to the guy that got the thing to give it to you, like, do you know? It was a bad gaff, boy. It was a bad gaff, bleak time. I remember, their pay- I remember getting my first pay slip. I remember getting my first pay slip. They were paying me about 10 euros an hour anyway. And then there was tax. And then I had to get emergency tax. So they were taking, like, my whole thing. I had no money for Christmas, yet I was working all the time. Do you know what I mean? I, I was paying cash money to come up here to, for the petrol, to tax the car, to come up here and work. And my paycheck then is just, like, it just doesn't reflect what's happening right now, like, you know, from the amount of hours I'm putting into this. And I remember just being absolutely goosed going home from the amount of hours I was working. I was starving all the time. I remember I was working there weeks, and I had to go there to Deals next door. And it's still, well, it's still there. Argos isn't there anymore, thank God. But Deals is next door to it in Blackpool. And I, I had a choice of actually paying for parking or getting five Snickers like it was about eating or paying for parking like they won't even pay for your parking like do you know you're what you're paying two euros an hour for parking but they're paying you nine euros an hour and it's getting taxed and there's emergency tax on top of that do you know what i mean and you're down a tenner in petrol before you even get in the door like do you know what i mean and you're starving do you know there's lots of factors into this like do you know what i mean and yeah i got my my emergency but i remember after all of that i put in i came in saint stephen's day i came in Black Friday, I came in all the days, I anytime they asked me to stay on, I said I would, do you know what I mean? And then after all that, they only signed me on a temporary contract. The guys that wear the full-time contract wear red shirts. I was told wear a black shirt, like, literally the black sheep. I was the only fella walking around there with a black, I had a black shirt on, like, do you know what I mean? That you getting duns down ten, another 10 euros, because you've I'm another fucking 20 euros. It had to be short sleeve as well. Who wears a short sleeve black shirt, like? What, what good is that to me, unless I'm working part-time in Argos? When can you wear a short sleeve? Bla- well, did the state of this black shirt anyway? I actually just seen my father wear a short sleeve black shirt and walk out the door and go for pints. But anyway, he can rock it. Anyway, it doesn't suit me this black shirt. Uh, yeah, so it's it's an absolute joke. Walking around the place, getting stuff treated like crap. Well, they didn't treat me like crap. But after all of that, then they didn't sign me on after Christmas. I came in all the hard days and they didn't sign me on after Christmas. Do you know? I remember that they're like, nah, there's no more hours with shorts coming into January. Sure, we'll give you a call if we need you. Like, it's like, what? After all that, I've in the in the back, you know, in the back grabbing stuff, putting it on a conveyor belt, not talking to a single human being for three months, and coming in doing all the overtime with shit pay, and you're letting me go. Now when I need you, now when I need you, you're telling me I'm gone. Anyway. Argos is gone now anyway, that building, that everything, everything they own in Ireland is gone now, and you know what, they can all go, do you know what I mean, I'm not even going to say it, there was a lot of cursing in the last podcast as well, which I need to correct, but you know what I mean, they can all go, you know, where the sun don't shine, do you know, you know what I'm saying folks, you, you've been on this podcast long enough to know what I'm talking about, but yeah, all Argos, they're closed down now, and sure look, you can have it, deals is open, thank God, you can still get like five Snickers for 250 that's keeping people alive on the streets, that kept me going, like, five Snickers, I'd be 
be dehydrated inside there. You're not allowed to drink either or eat. I'd be sneaking them, like. The only time they come up then is when I'm trying to eat a Snickers, like. Can't eat here, boy. Why, boy? Why can't I eat? There's no one else up here, like. Only me and a bunch of toys, like. Do you know what I mean? I can eat what I want, like. I'm a grown man, like. Do you know what I mean? You know... Do, ah. Do you know what I mean? Has this turned into another one of those podcasts? Guys, thanks very much for listening. Happy Halloween to y'all when it comes. It's an early episode to be talking about Halloween, like. Do you know what I mean? It's an early episode to be talking about Halloween, but I have. And reflecting on the good times and the bad times, uh, flaking eggs at people's car, cars and getting sacked by Argos when I need a dim, boy. When I need a dim. And that's why they're closed down as well. That's because they didn't help. They didn't help. You weren't allowed. If, if, a gra- if your grandmother ordered a pool table, right? If she wanted a pool table, get you her grandson a pool table for Christmas, right? She couldn't bring you. I wasn't allowed to bring it out to the car for to her car or the truck, whatever the fuck. Let, maybe not a pool table, a dartboard, something heavy that your grandmother couldn't carry. You know what Argos sell, do you know? They sell everything, so something heavy. You weren't allowed to bring it. You weren't allowed to say, Hey, do you want me to bring that to the car for you? No, the only way you could bring it to the car is if they asked you. If they asked you, it was in the, like, the rules, like, don't carry nothing out for anybody, no matter what they look like or anything, unless they ask you, do you know? That was the rule, so, yeah, no, nah, you can, that, that goes down in my, st- uh, my standings, and as well, getting nine euros an hour, getting an emergency text, it was probably 11 euros an hour, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what it was like back then, do you know? Times were fucking tough, though, I'll tell you that, and this Halloween, anyway, coming into it, and feeling a bit happier about it, so don't egg my house, folks, and have a good Halloween, and all that jazz, peace and love, y'all, peace and love.